Hey. Oh God. So. <laughs> so. Okay, folks. For context, we, we both I've agreed. Had this, I've had this bottle for so long, and I I, I downed it tonight. The so. whole thing? No, not the whole thing. I had like, had like this of this left, like this. Yeah. Folks, he's pointing out about a quarter of the bottle that he drank by himself tonight. It's like it's like it's like three fourths of the quart. Oh so god. Oh god, this is good. Oh no, I'm the mature one this episode. No, okay, so 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 I was in a call with our our, our friend Jimmy and my okay. friend Jerry, and I was like, you know how you know how uh, uh shows like like live shows usually have like a warm-up comic, you know, they, they come out, they, they get the crowd ready. I was just doing that. I I, I was just doing pregame work, so you're about to get like maybe my best or you're about to be severely disappointed. Either way, isn't that the antithesis of this whole fucking movie? Oh, God. Oh, man. We're just coming out of the fucking gate. Oh, man. Is this, is the, this, is this our yeah. opener? I think this is our opener. I mean, we're here. We're, <laughs> we're, we're here. Nobody saw it coming. Uh but uh, uh, I, I feel rude just talking. So you, you, you tell me something. What was the, what was the thing you, you, you were going to tell me? I don't have anything. I was going to start brainstorming with you, but I think we're already hitting the ground running. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Um, shit. I got CM Punk to AEW confirmed. Like, I don't have anything right now. You don't, um, have, you don't have anything? This is going to be really unexpected, okay? This is going to be like when Shane, when Shane McMahon bought WCW. Okay, it's going to like come out of fucking nowhere. Well, like I got a lot of shit to say about this movie, but I'm going to save that for the review. I've got some hitters for you, but like I'm saving them for when we talk about it because I don't got much to talk about. Well, actually, so folks, here, here's a bit of peek behind the curtain. Normally, when we do reviews, I can't speak for Chema. I can speak for myself. I just watch the fucking movie, right? Like, that's all I do. I just... Shut, shut up, sit down, watch the movie, hear my opinions, right? Like, th- that's what we, that's typically yeah. how it goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. For this one, I saw this movie not once, but twice. In two days, I watched like probably at least half an hour to an hour of reviews from other people. And I read like two different uh, long articles to try and fully understand this movie. I feel like I have a bit of a grip now. It's not great, yeah. but I think I have a grip. Yeah. Okay, so heads up, this might be the most chaotic episode of the rollback ever because I am drunk. So, oh god, here we go. Oh, wait, this is me... gonna be our own Montreal screw job. Here we here, go. Let me join you real quick. Can you mouth hey, the words properly? I might be drunk, but I am a professional. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Shema. And I'm Eddie. Oh, God. Reviewing The Green Knight. And this is the rollback. Is the rollback. Oh, See, that my. wasn't so hard. <laughs> that wasn't so hard. I'm going to submit this episode to you before I put it out in case you don't oh. want me to. 
Okay, I appreciate that. Thanks for looking out for me, buddy. Oh. The Green Knight, directed by David Lauer's beautiful bald head, when honor was everything, an epic fantasy adventure based on the timeless Arthurian legend. The Green Knight tells the story of Sir Gaiwan, the King Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew, who embarks on a daring quest to confront the Epinomus? Epinomus? How do you say this stupid word? Yeah. Uh, Green Knight, a gigantic emerald skin stranger and tester of men. So we have the new A24 movie directed by David Lowry, who did fantastic movies like the Pete's Dragon remake and a ghost story, which I really liked, but it's very, very slow. So this is the kind of story that you have to think is going to is going to appeal to a very interesting filmmaker. And we have Deb Patel, who is one of the most likable young actors working right now. Ever since he da- he dazzled us in Slumdog Millionaire, we've liked him since then. And this is uh, probably like his his, his biggest uh, movie as a main uh, as a main actor. And it's always good to partner up with a twenty four. You always know you're gonna get something special. So this is a very interesting film, and because of that, I had to turn it. I, I had to turn in a different performance. So here I am. Let's talk about the Green Knight. I'm gonna let you go first because I always I always start talking. I never let you talk. So go ahead. Oh man, the, folks, you can't see this. You can't, Gemma. What kind of look do I have on my face right now? You're you look like a very concerned librarian. <laughs> I'll take it. Fucking okay. So this movie. Um, Oh, God. Should we divide this into, like, what I thought about before and then what I thought after, like... Like, before you saw it? No, no, like, the research I did. Okay. Because this is the kind of movie, it's so fucking ambiguous. Like, there's so many parts, so much shit that you can miss that, like, again, I had to watch it twice. And even on top of that, like, a couple of hours of secondary research to fully understand this movie, which... I don't know if you're aware of this, but if you watch Godzilla vs. King Kong, you just watch the fucking movie and you're done. Most movies, you just watch the movie and you're done. Let me let, let me ask you something. You you were <laughs> you were an English major in college. Unfortunately. Did did, did you ever read like the, the, the Arthurian stories or like the Arthurian tales? Like was was that a thing? Or or would you just like were you able to like avoid it completely? Because this seems like it would be right up your territory. Unfortunately, uh, so the semester I was going over Old English, uh, I actually broke my arm in a car accident, so I had to withdraw from school because I couldn't write. And as an English major, you have to fucking write. Uh, so no, unfortunately, no. Uh, I am from somewhat familiar with Arthurian legend just because that shit actually interested me as a kid. I knew about King Arthur and his court. I knew about Merlin, Morgan Le Fay, and all that. I knew that just because I thought that shit was interesting. Um, that knowledge did very little for me, though, in the, going into this movie. I didn't even know that his uncle was King Arthur until, the, like, the second time around. I didn't know yeah. they were in Camelot. Like, there, there's so much to miss. It's batshit insane. Because um, they reference it at the very beginning. They're like, this is not a tale of the boy with the sword and the stone. I'm like, Arthur? Like, no, yeah. this, this, is, this is another story darker and grim and i'm like ah oh, fuck okay we're going into one of these because a24 like has a certain style right yeah 
I like it. Look, I'm an I'm a I, I love movies. So because of that, I'm an A24 slut. Okay. <laughs> like I I love everything that they've done. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a slut for their for their for their job for their <laughs> I really like their stuff. They've done some of my favorite movies in recent history. I love Lady Bird. I love the uh, uh, God, I love the uh, the weird horror movies that they've done, like uh, like uh, the the witch and Hereditary and the Lighthouse, and they've done some and and and, and Midsommar. They've done so many like wonderful uh, 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 films, and they're so strange, but they're so good. So anytime that A twenty four puts something out, I'm always excited for it, even if it's not my favorite genre. I always know that I'm gonna get something weird and creative. And I'm and when it comes to movies, I always want something weird and creative that pushes the boundaries of art so i'm always into that shit however i draw the fucking line somewhere and that is <laughs> i believe this movie i like this movie like, like like bar none straight up brass tacks i like this movie because of how of how big its balls are but i also think we're starting to see a24 starting to get a little drunk with power <laughs> <laughs> Which is I mean, why I I am the way I am right now. Yeah. So you know, you mentioned earlier I was an English major, which is accurate. This feels yeah. like the most like pretentious. Like, uh, can I start going off of this movie? Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This feels like the most pretentious. Like the kid, the the one kid in your English uh, class that has his head so far up his ass because he started reading fucking Shakespeare when he was like seven and he feels like he's like more qualified than anyone else. This feels like what that kid would be in fucking cinema. Like, I'm too good for you. I don't have to explain myself. Either you understand me or you don't deserve me. It feels like that. It feels like a drama kid that like has their head up their ass. It feels like a glee kid that has their head up their ass. This movie has a head up its own ass and yet somehow there's parts of it I actually kind of like. I want to hear about those parts. Like, uh, this movie, and the, I'm stealing this from another person's review, like fucking fair, like cards on the table. Uh, but I think this comparison works. This movie somehow succeeded where King Arthur and the Sword kind of failed. Because that was like some kind of like wannabe action movie that like heroes, villains, superheroes. This movie is a lot more complicated. It's based off a poem that's actually about Garwin and his journey, who uh, in, the, in the poem, so I'll talk about the movie for a sec. In the poem, Garwin actually succeeds at all of his tasks, except for one. In the movie, he fails at all of his tasks, except for one. Um, but I don't know if you want to jump into that, if you want to talk about the beginning where he's a dumbass and he didn't pick up on the fact that, oh, gee, you can just cut this motherfucker with the little cut on the cheek and you'll be fine. Like, outsmart the bastard. Instead, yeah. your dumb ass tried to chop at him. I'll be totally honest, man. I do agree that the movie's pretentious. But I think that's A24 to a T. And I think if you're doing that, you might as well go all out. So I think we're going to represent two different ends of a spectrum. I think you're going to be like, oh, this is pretentious. It's, it's drowning up its own ass. I... I agree, but there are, but I kind of like how pretentious it is in a, in a weird way. Because look, this is an Arthurian legend, and it's based on a. It's, it even says it's based on a on a chivalrous poem, and 
the original, uh, you know, we don't know who wrote this. Like nobody knows who wrote the the, the, the Arthurian stories. So there are just translations just, just floating around. Do you know who wrote the original English translation to, to this story? J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes, Lord of the Rings Tolkien. So he's the one that found the story and he translated it into English. So everything that we know about this story comes from the guy that wrote Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and the, and the Cimarron and, 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 and everything. So because of that, uh, if you've read Lord of the Rings, which I hope everyone has, um, you know how flowery and how, how descriptive his, his language is. His English is beautiful because, you know, he, he can describe you a vicious battle between five armies, but he can also very beautifully describe you just a tree that he's standing next to you. And because of that, the visuals have to match that kind of language. And in order to do that, you need to be a bit pretentious. And I think in that way, the movie succeeds. Those scenes where, where, where we see like, uh, where, where we see the Green Knight just drop his axe and grass start to come off from, from, from cement. Oh, I love that. That scene when he's watching the giants just walk by. Oh, it's beautiful. Like all of those scenes that are visually creative and visually very flat, that, that, that should uh, go hand to hand with, uh, with the flowery language of this poem. It's perfect. That is perfect. That matches the energy that the, that the poem requires because you can make it a very simple action movie like this last stupid one with David Beckham making a cameo or you can make it like this. And as this, if you're giving all the money and all the and all the, the interest from A24, fucking run with it. You know what? If I was in Lowry's position, I would have done this exact same kind of movie. Probably not as well, but probably the same. But I do agree that for a two-hour movie, it feels too long. It's too long. And there were parts of it where I was kind of like falling asleep almost while watching it. Granted, it was kind of late, but it's a heavy movie. It's a, it, 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 I usually shower before I go to sleep. And mm. with this movie, I finished it. It was like 9.30 and I just turned off the TV and I, and I, and I, I, I turned. Like I like. You just like rolled over and went and knocked yeah, out. Yeah, I, I was like, I f I'm done for the day. Like the, the, this movie felt like a chore to get through. But when I'm thinking about it, I enjoyed while I watch. I, I love the visuals and not going to lie, I would probably watch it again just earlier. <laughs> you know, um, I think, I, and you can argue, like you can tell me I'm wrong, but like, I think one of the things that this, it helps the movie, but also hurts it, how ambiguous it is because of its ambig ambiguity it's hard to find a, a path in the film it's hard to really get a grasp of like okay what exactly is going on here granted you don't have to like just fucking state it outright but like uh for example in the poem uh morgan lafay is openly trying to she in poems in literature she's constantly trying to like be little king arthur or like put him down like that's her goal is fuck this guy. I'm going to do everything I can to screw him over. Right. That's that in the film. I um, mean, in the, in literature, in the film, a little more ambiguous. Is she trying to hurt Arthur or is she trying to put her son in a position of power to where he'll inherit the throne once Arthur dies? You know, like, which is she trying to do? Is she trying to fuck over one guy or help her son? Uh, in another part, you know, 
she does summon the Green Knight forward. Is she, is this a scheme or is this her trying to build her son to greatness? And, and then, you know, it's also followed up with the, the Green Sash, for example, where she tells him, if you have this Green Sash, you won't suffer any, you won't get injured. Yeah, you know, you're, you're yeah, invincible. Yeah. Uh, again, is that because it was by design and she wanted him to fucking go and fight the Green Knight and win? Or is this because, oh, God damn it, kid, like you weren't supposed to slay him. It was supposed to be Arthur. Fucking, here's a sash, you little dumbass. I'll go have your adventure. Like, it's ambiguous, but it's also the ambiguity. Like, you need bones. You need something to work with for this movie. And this movie gives you. I think it gives you plenty to work with. Can we talk about the Green Knight for a second? Like just the way it was designed and the way it looks and the way it moves. And that's that's not CGI. That's a person with like makeup. And it looks magical. I love the design for the Green Knight. It looks ethereal. It looks out of this world. It looks classic, but at the same time, like magical. I love the way it looks, and I love uh, every second that the Green Knight is on screen. It, damn, it was it was uh, something else. Like it was really something else. I I loved it. Um, I want to talk to you a bit also about how did you notice that that it was the same actress playing uh playing uh like his lover, and then also the queen. Oh, the, that they're the, the same actress. Goes. Yeah, did you notice that? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was on the second run, but I was like, wait. And then I noticed, oh, wait, it's the same actress. I just thought they would look very similar because they both look really generic. <laughs> shots fired. She was the she was the the android in Ex Machina. Again, shots fired. I don't hold back. I ain't scared. <laughs> she was the, she's a new Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah, that was not kind of good. <laughs> I it underperformed vastly. I think I don't know if it's going to get a sequel or not, but that's that's besides the point. Me neither. I, I haven't even finished the game. That's how behind I'm on it. Nikki actually uh, finished all three games. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, she fucking loves. She apparently she loves Tomb Raider, um, Assassin's Creed, The Witcher. Like, dude, she plays more video games than I do. Way more video games than I do. I had no idea she was a gamer. Much more than me. Much more yeah. than me. I had no idea. No, I'm gonna. Great. I'm going to talk to her about this when I, when I go visit. Um, oh, she actually beat Smash. Like she got all the characters? I believe so. Fuck yeah. I'll, I'll Maybe, bring my Switch. I'll teach her a lesson. I mean, you never know. She might just, you know, beat you. Or maybe she, she I don't just, know. No, nah, she might. No, nah, nah, she might. Um, just like the, the Green Knight fucking killed Dev Patel by the end of the movie. Um, uh, did he though again that goes to uh, the fucking ambiguity that bugs me about this movie ambiguity ambiguous um, I can't lie man it was a it was a, a heavy movie to watch but I can't sit on the table of the people that dislike it I can't I liked it <laughs> my, my pretentious brain really liked it and I can't uh I can't blame it for it. Like I'm, I'm on this movie side. Weirdly enough, I don't know if it makes sense. Deb Patel is just such a great young talent and a great young actor. Am I frozen? No. Well, yes. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm also looking up like more of my notes and shit. Like, dude, there's so much ethereal legend in this. It's like, what the fuck should I focus on? I don't know. Look, 
I can sit here and pretend that I know anything about Arthurian legends when really all I know about Arthurian legends is the Disney movie and Sonic and the Black Knight. <laughs> oh, damn it, man. But uh, where, where Shadow is Sir Guy one or, or Knuck, no, wait, no, no, Knuckles is Sir Guy one. Uh, Shadow is Lancelot. And then uh, who was Blaze? Blaze was the other one. Forgot I forgot her name. Anyway, Blaze is the other one. And there's a sword and the sword talks. And turns out the whole movie just was a dream. A game. Thank you, Sega. So Jesus. Anyway, I do agree that the movie's pretentious. I will not deny that. But I'm kind of pretentious too, man. So I'm you're a little self-aware. I'm I'm self-aware of it. Yo, I I do slam poetry on ironically. Like I I'm on this camp, okay? <laughs> but okay, so, but it, but isn't yeah. there a point though where it becomes so much that it's just like, why are you trying this fucking hard? Like, because I, this guy loves art and he loves the story and he obviously wanted to make it probably the best version of like the Arthurian stories that we've seen. Because lie to me, lie to me and tell me that this is not like the best Arthurian legend movie that we've had. What's the best one? Monty Python? Okay, I'll no, give kidding. you that. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. no, I'm I'll kidding. give you I'm that. No, 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 no. Really, no. I, I hate to say no, you're not is, wrong. No, well, this is the, probably the best one. My only issue with it is like, fuck, this is the best one that we can do? Like, really? Look, because look, look, there are a lot of pretty shots. I'm not yeah. arguing. I'm not arguing in the face of like uh, the pretty shots. Officially, yeah. I'm not arguing as far as like the looks, the visuals, uh, the green knight. You're right. His design is gorgeous. Like I do love it. It's just like, it's so lacking in story. Like I'm used to like, and maybe that's the problem. Like a lot of stories nowadays, a lot of movies, there's nothing but dialogue to like push the story along. Yeah. There's always dialogue, pushing everything, dialogue, pushing, dialogue, pushing. Now this movie takes its time. And fair enough, you know, not a lot of movies have the courage, the time, the capacity, or the the money to do it. So respect there. But at the same time, part of me is also like, this movie needs a little more structure. It's so open-ended. It's so up to, uh, up to interpretation that it's hard to get a grasp on it. And to me, that's not a good thing. It's like getting a, an ambiguous text message from someone. And you can read it and you can get four different uh, interpretations of it. That's not a good thing. Be a little more clear. You know. Um, not from A24. You can't expect that from them. Well, that's what I'm ta- I mean, though. Like, it's such, it has its head so far up his ass. It's almost... I'm not going to say it's it's a terrible film. Because it's not. It's a beautiful film. Beautifully made. Well paid. Well, uh, well, it was crafted with love. But at the same time, it's like... I had a hard time following this. And here's my pretentiousness coming forward. If I had a hard time following this movie, how did someone else who's not familiar with these legends do? You know? The thing is that you, I have to take, I cannot take this movie for what it could be. I have to take it for what it is. I'm, I'm not that kind of critic anymore. I, 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 I can't. The, you require too much hatred in your heart and I'm tired. So... If I know that I'm going to watch A24 does an Arthurian legend, this is exactly what I expected. In a weird way, it exceeded my expectations. 
So because of that, yeah, it's not an it's not an easy movie to eat up. It's not an easy movie to swallow. It's a very hard movie to swallow. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, it's a it's a movie that uh, that if it ends up on the Oscars and people people are like oh now I have to watch it I I, I fear they might uh, they might watch it more as a chore than than for enjoyment I agree and even I someone that that, that enjoy the movie can tell you that it sometimes feels like a chore but uh, the the closest thing that I can compare it to uh, have you seen the Straight Story I've not so it's a movie that David Lynch made. Uh, he made for Disney, if you can believe that, a David Lynch Disney movie, and it's about this this far. It, 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 it's, it's a true story, and it's about this farmer who's uh, I forgot his first name, but his last name is Straight, so it's like his, a straight story because his last name is Straight, and uh, it's about this farmer who lives in a ranch, and he gets a letter from his brother, and it tells him that hey, I have like a few days to live, like I'm because because he's old. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go visit my brother because he might be the last time that we see each other. But because he's older and his vision is almost gone, he doesn't doesn't have a license, so he can't drive to see his brother. And he has no money, so he can't can't, uh, buy a ticket or anything. So he decides to take his his tractor, not not his tractor, like his little uh, lawnmobile, like his little thing for crops things. Yeah. So, yeah. So he decides to drive that from his place to like his brother's place. And it's a long fucking way. And the whole movie is just him driving from there to there. And nothing happens during the entire movie. It's just him driving. Every once in a while, he'll start, he'll get into a bar or he'll meet someone or he'll talk, but that's really not the special thing. And then when the movie ends, uh, spoilers, I guess, but he gets to meet the, he gets to see the brother. And they just sit there and they kind of like start talking. And the movie ends and that's it. And that's the whole fucking movie. And it kind of just clicks that. It's not just about the destination, but it's about how how it's the destination is long and it's hard and it's complicated and a lot of and there's a lot of quiet time where would you just there with your own feelings, and when I saw that movie, it changed the way I see all movies, and that's the only movie that I can compare it to. There's a lot of scenes of Dev Patel just like tied up in the woods, just like fucking kicking himself because he, he, he got, he got tricked. Or there's a lot of scenes of him just walking around. There's a lot of scenes of, of, of him just on a, on a, on a horse. And there's a lot of not happening, but I think that's there for a reason. And is there to make you feel like, Oh, this trip is taking a lot out of him. And it's a lot of showing and not telling. So when you say this doesn't have a lot of story, I will tell you it has enough story. But the original story is just a fucking poem. Like it's short. So how do you make a two-hour movie out of this? You make it You make it feel as you're right there with them. Have how you... am I sounding smarter when I'm drunk? Please don't make this regular thing. No. No, okay. Did you like the Hobbit trilogy? No. But so, not because of that. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so the reason I point that Actually, out is... Actually, I don't dislike it. I'm just indifferent to it. Like, I think it's fine. Well, I, I, I remember... I, I don't know if it was you or who made the point to me, but they said The Hobbit... Each Lord of the Rings book is about 400 pages, so they have plenty of material to work with for the films. The Hobbit is like, what, a 200-page story? Right? Like 200, maybe? Yeah. How the fuck did they make that into three movies? They stretched yes. it out. Can I show you my copy of The Hobbit? Sure, but it's frozen. I have this. I have the seventy-fifth anniversary edition, and it's this size, so it's like this. How do you make three fucking movies out of this? You can't hear me. No, uh, your screen. I'm screen. Okay, stupid. 
stupid, stupid work video okay, webcam. So this is my cup. This is my copy of the Hobbit. It's a seventy fifth anniversary, and it's this size. How do you make? How do you make three two hour long movies out of this fucking book? Exactly. Um, you make it. Uh, you make it as as big and thick as possible. Now, I agree. Those movies probably shouldn't have been that long, but I understand they wanted to make money. This movie is not to make money. This is an A24 movie. This is for the this is for the passion for the art because these movies don't don't break a billion dollars. These are not Avengers movies. These so I know that when they put uh, when they put all their passion behind it, I know that they're in the right. They're, they're doing it with their hearts, like right there. You know, they're not doing it for the big box office numbers. They're doing it for an art piece. Yeah, exactly. Did you saw the the, the movie that, the, that this guy did previously, the, the the ghost story? No. So it's about this couple and the guy dies and it's about uh, this woman's grief. And the whole movie, it, it doesn't need to be that long, but it's stupid long because every scene that happens, they just stayed on that scene for like two or three minutes. Like there's a scene that's like six minutes long or like 10 minutes long. And it's just Rooney Mara eating, eating, eating a fucking pie in her kitchen. And it just, it's without cuts because that is what grief feels like. There's no jump cuts. And uh, oh my God, that uh, quote me on that. That's a fucking great line that, 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 that I just said. So, <laughs> um, so when I see that that guy is going to tell an Arthurian story, I believe it. Uh, this is what I, this is what I thought was going to happen. So I can't really be mad. I, I, I can't sit here and be like cinema sense and be like, be like, Oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. Because no, like I, I would be playing myself, you know, I'm not going to say, no, it's necessarily a bad movie. It's not, but like, this feels like the kind of movie, like our teacher would make us watch in like high school. You know, if you take out a few certain scenes, if you know what I mean. Um, But yeah, this feels like the kind of movie where you there's just some not shit. That that, doesn't sound fair. There's just some stuff here that is hard to follow. That's that's so time consuming. This movie, I I don't know. It's so odd because it's a it's not a bad movie, but it's not a movie I would revisit. Like I genuinely don't see myself ever watching this film ever again. Okay. And unfortunately, it's the best, uh, arguably the best King Arthur movie ever made. There it is. I convinced you. I got you. I said, arguably. Arguably. What's the other option? Well, that's the thing, though. Like, yeah. people have failed so often to recreate what made those movies great. It's not just the, the, the poetry and what they do, but also bringing those characters to life. Characters we all know. Everyone knows who Robin Hood is. Everyone yeah. knows King Arthur, Excalibur. You know, everyone knows these characters, so how do you put a new twist? Well, you ever heard of King Arthur, kids? Yeah! We're gonna talk about his shit nephew, Garwin. Aww. I mean, this is not a movie that I would show kids, but I think I think if someone wants to see, like, a visual representation of what reading those Arthurian tales feels like, I think this is, I think this one's on the money. I think this one's, you know, right there. I think this is the right the right thing to show because I don't know if you have so much creativity, you want to exploit it. And I think using using uh, this kind of story as a template, I think it's positive. I think it does more more good than harm. And uh, I don't know. At the end of the day, I think it's a good movie, but I do I do agree that that that, that, that it's a chore to watch. However, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna put this here. I think 
because it's A24, because it's Zepp Patel, because it's David Lowry, because it's all of these things, all of these things that come with like a tag, with like a tag right next to it. I don't think people are going to randomly watch it. I think it's got, I think people who are going to watch it are people who want to watch it. And because of that, probably people that want to like it. So the A24 heads are going to go crazy with this. The, the people who like uh, Lowry are going to go crazy with this. The people that just want to see Depp Patel be hot are going to like this. So, you know, like my parents are not going to be like, oh, look, the Green Knight. What is that? I don't know. Let's watch it. They're not going to do that. They're going to be like, hey, look, the new Marvel movie. Let's watch that. Let's watch that. So yeah. I think it's I think it's built for an audience. And I think the audience that it's built for is going to like it. And I think if somebody randomly watches it, maybe they won't like it, but I'm going to guarantee you something. They're not going to forget it because it's, it's, it's very, its own thing. And uh, that's good. You know, you, you just made a good point, And I think I'm going to agree with you on it. This movie wasn't made for everybody. It was made for the, for the real film buffs that like, yeah. look for this kind of thing. A24 movies typically are. And I think you're right. Because this movie has had critical acclaim, justifiably so. You know, if not yeah. for me, but from it's a movie for the critics, not just for more for an audience. Yeah, yeah, no, I imagine critics fucking love this movie all the way to hell, um, and it's just the fact that uh, not our taste, so maybe we don't necessarily like. It. Or in my case, you know, yeah. not my taste, so I don't necessarily love it. Um, yeah. Different. I want to talk I mean, about for a sec uh, Garwin's character, if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of him as our like, I guess, quote unquote hero? Did you think he kind of lived up to the build or not really? I think he's, uh, I think he's, this is the typical hero's journey, you know, Joseph Campbell, uh, hero for a thousand faces, like this is journey from weakness to strength. And at, at the start, he's supposed to be like this kind of like a small jerk kind of little character. And then uh, he builds up strength. And then by the end, we do something kind of different where there's like a twist, you know, uh, he's not the same by the end, but, you know, depends on which end you're going, you, you, you're going with. Uh, I like Garwin. Um, I understand, you know, being young at that age and, and you know, having a rich uncle uh, and, and being in a high position of power, I would also be doing really stupid things. Um, and in a weird way, you can see him challenging the Green Knight or accepting the challenge from the Green Knight as either um, really, uh, really brave Maybe, maybe because it followed the scene of, of the king asking him to tell a story and he realized he has no story to tell. So he's probably like, hey, I'll challenge the Green Knight I'll, just so I can have like, like a story to tell. Or you could just be like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, what is he now? Like, I got him. Uh, I see it as a bit of both. So I think the fact that, that when I'm watching that scene, I can think of like, oh, is he doing it because of this? Or is he doing it because of that? I think the fact that he made me think already makes him an interesting character to follow through the entire story do you you know get me no you know and i'm going to agree with you on that actually um as, as far as his character is concerned there was you're right there's a transformation but correct me if i'm wrong but do you feel like uh and, and i felt it specifically whenever when his uncle was like you know tell me a story about yourself and he said i don't have a story to tell the second that came out of his fucking mouth i knew Oh, this dumbass is gonna make a mistake. And then the Green Knight walks in. I'm like, oh, this is his mistake. And just the fact that he said, whether you decapitate me or you leave me a scratch on my cheek, in the back of my mind, I'm just screaming to myself, 
Listen, you insignificant little fucking ant. Just listen. You can be fine. Just you stepped up to the green knight. Just listen. A scratch on the cheek. But no. He decapitates him with fucking Excalibur itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He used Excalibur because it's. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. But... Oh, shit. No, yeah. But um, he he reacts way too quickly, too violently, thinking, oh, I'm a badass. And the Green Knight stands up. And I just remember thinking, yeah, no, kid, you're fucked. You Should have known better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. Good, 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 good thing I ate before him. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah. Can we talk about the visuals of, of the movie for a yes. bit? Because I think I think uh, I think that's where the movie takes the cake. I think this is a beautiful marriage between like both uh, CGI and practical effects. That I think that's what stole the whole movie for me. Um, studios are getting very very creative in their in their uh, background and 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 work and. And I think if we learn something from things like the Lion King remake, the, the Jungle Book remake, The Mandalorian, where we know that there, there's no sets, it's just a soundstage, but it manages to look very realistic. I don't know if that happened here as well, but it looks amazing. I mean, this is a beautiful looking movie. And if you, you can remove story, characters, whatever, it's a beautiful looking movie. And the effects and, the, and how creative it is and how, uh, how it, it blends the, the, that Arthurian romantic visuals like it really brings them to life and it's a perfect aesthetic for this kind of story and you, you can say a lot of things are, are out of place but not this one to me this is like probably the best looking movie we've seen all year you know and you're right i'll give you that visually the movie is stunning like in every way and you can see yeah. all the detail that work um i remember thinking to myself fuck this might be the most realistic uh, take of camelot i've ever seen because back it's in ugly. england yeah, it's ugly. Yeah, and it's so simple. Like the halls are so empty. It's like, oh, there's a few holes in the ceiling so we can get light, but that's about it, kid. Also, here's my round table. Kind of sucks, but won't make it, won't make do. Yeah. Fuck. There's just there's just so much going on here, and I got that scene when he's uh, when he's looking at the giants and they're walking by him, and one of them like, stares at him. Oh my god! I mean. There's so much going on and I agree that it feels very heavy and there's a lot of themes and there's a lot of things that this movie is trying to push. And honestly, I've cursed on the show before, right? I've yes, cursed then, on this episode. Yes. You know how, uh, how when they release like a movie poster and they put like reviews on it and they go like amazing, game changing. Yeah, all, all that. Yeah. If they if they put like and then they put like the name of the person and then the, the publication. If they put my review and they just put Chema Garza the rollback, my my review would just say this movie fucks <laughs> like that. <laughs> like that would be my review, just like this movie fucks. <laughs> like, Jesus. Okay. Like, that's what I have to say on this. I should be drunk on this show more often. What do you think? Oh God, can your liver take it? No. Like, I can tell you this right now. This is putting my ass down. Like I shouldn't be drinking beer. We're, fuck what it. is that? Is uh, that like a seltzer or like? Yeah, it's a cider beer. Okay, I respect that. You know, no well, older. The thing is, I didn't go buy uh, Dr Pepper before this. Otherwise, I'd be drinking uh, some whiskey with you right now. Well, how Texan of you? You're very welcome. Can I, I, you know how I drink can I ask whiskey? you a question? 
Shoot. Can I can I ask you a question? Did you uh, kind of off topic? Do you like Dr. Pepper? I love Dr. Pepper. Okay. Can I ask you a, 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 a secondary question? Shoot. Why? <laughs> For me, I, I've heard people say it tastes like cough syrup. Right. I mean, it's not the first thing that I would compare it to, but uh, but that's the most popular comparison I've heard, right? Is it is it a Texas thing? Because like, look, I lived in Texas for five years, and I never liked Dr Pepper, but everyone like loves it. So uh, I don't know. It feels like weird. I, it feels like one of those things that I never got. No, see, here's the thing. I I I can't speak for everyone. I can say this. I like Dr Pepper, uh, just because. It's sweet and it tastes sugary, more sugary than other than other sodas, uh, versus like fucking Sprite, which you know it's sweet but not as sugary. It, if that makes sense. Have you ever had I, Mexican Coke? Yes, I have, and it's pretty sweet, but not as sweet as Dr Pepper in my opinion. Like on a cold glass bottle. Yeah. Okay, good. But again, it, to me, it's not as sweet as Dr Pepper. That's why I like Dr Pepper so much. Okay. Okay. And that's why I like Mexican with my whiskey. It comes out pretty good to me. All right. Good. 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 All right. Just wanted to uh, wanted to bring that up because like uh, Dr Pepper never got it, Selena never got it, Whataburger I got it on day one, like that was well that was done. It. Everyone knows what it, understands Whataburger on day one, mate. Everyone. <laughs> That's like the first thing I'm gonna do when I cross because there's a Whataburger like right next to the bridge, like you can walk from the bridge to the Whataburger, and that's like the first thing I'm gonna do. Is that the first thing you're gonna buy when you when you, when you cross? Is, is it probably it's like the, it's like one of the things I miss. It's like it's like the the thing that's not like a human that I miss the most. What about? Yeah, no, fair enough. Actually, I got nothing for you. Waterburger is pretty much untouchable right now. There we go. Speaking of Arthurian legends, have I ever told you the story? The, the the idea that, that I had that would have made me a, a millionaire if Hamilton hadn't come out. What is it? So my so before Hamilton came out, because it kind of stole my idea, my idea was to make a rap musical that was just a play, a, a word by word performance of this. The Canterbury what? Tales. A rap performance of the Canterbury Tales. Yes. These are rap battles, man. I could see it. Hamilton hasn't done it, though. You still technically good. Let me give you an example. So, nevertheless, the Marcus Bay prepare brooches and rings all for Griselda lit with jewels, gold, and lapis. He took care her wedding garment should be made to fit, but by another girl they measured it who was equal stature. Gems were sewn on it, grace on a wedding like his own. I've never read this book completely. I've just read like pages of it. I only bought it to impress a girl and it didn't work. So, <laughs> um so yeah so there's the thing uh, that, that's the idea that i had that was gonna make me a billionaire fuck you limano miranda you, you beat me to it but okay yeah, we can beat him to camelot no <laughs> we can beat him to camelot okay do you think this movie is gonna revive the like sword and sandals kind of genre of films do you think we're gonna see like another resurgence of this or not or do you think it's just a one-off no god no it's, it's a one-off a, it's a one-off it's a one-off. There's no way this is gonna revive anything just because it's so obscure. It's like after after Gladiator came out and they had all those Roman movies come out yeah. right after. 
Yeah, no, there's no way. I don't. I do not see any kind of any other movies um, coming off the back. Of, excuse me. Any other movies yeah. coming off the back of this, and uh, you know, reigniting the love uh, for for these kinds of movies. Um, I, I don't see it, man. I really don't. I mean, if they okay. if they do, cool. But like, I think it's such a. A niche. It needs to hit, and, and, and it's like hitting like the public, co- the public like consciousness. consciousness. Yeah, yeah, like it needs to like be a hit for that to happen. Yeah, and I, I do not see that happening anytime soon whatsoever. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it, if it, if it were to introduce a brand new wave of Arthurian movies, and I could see, you know, King, you know, uh, Arthur and the Sword in the Stone and whatnot, like if I could see all that, I'd be completely down. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, they, they would make it a whole shared universe and like the like Lancelot will have its own miniseries and then we would get like a like a Lady of the Lake spinoff and we would get like I uh, wouldn't like be against it though. I'm not against it though. These are the time the stories like they, they, they should exist in a proper way, but I think this is the most proper they might exist for like a long time. So yeah, because of that, I'm kind of for this movie instead of against it. Um, what else do you want to talk about this movie? Because I'm, I think, I think we've covered yeah, everything on this film. I think we've covered everything, and I didn't throw up once. But That's yeah. impressive. That's impressive. That is impressive, considering I haven't drank since last weekend. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I I needed to drink last weekend. It was necessary. Okay. And uh, yeah. So, final final thoughts. Kids, I'm sorry you have to watch this movie someday because your English teacher makes you do it because they're too lazy to actually you know, make you read the, the real story, the real poems. So I'm sorry for that. It's hard. That's what I the fucking... I don't remember. I don't know if I made this comparison during the review. This movie feels like the kind of movie I would have to watch back in high school because this was there was an assignment for this and there was yeah. no way to get out of it. Like This is the kind of movie that, they would, that my fucking lazy-ass teacher, Mr. Trevino would show us in my senior year because he didn't want to teach English. So he'd be like, watch this movie and then write me a report. It's like, okay, I guess. That's what this movie fucking feels like. Question. If you were an English teacher, you wouldn't show this to your students? Fuck no, I wouldn't show this to my students. Why would you show them instead? Let's say you had to show them like an Arthurian movie. What would you show them? The Disney version of Sword in the Stone. Ah, fuck. Yeah, that's a safe choice. You wouldn't show them Monty Python? No, fuck. I would like to get away with that or with this one. In case you remember the goddamn green sash, you are no knight as he looks down at his shame. Shame. Thy name is Luna. Fuck you. <laughs> but no. Uh, oh, yeah. God, no, Nothing. man. This movie feels like a chore. Like, I wouldn't. I God bless the kids. I'm going to have to watch it in like five years. Um, fucking C. There you go. I give it a C. All right, that's that's pretty generous coming from you. Okay, um, I like it. I think it's pretentious, but I think this story like this, and with a with a director like this, I didn't expect anything less. And it's kind of a feat uh, on on its own, in my opinion. I think it's brilliant, and I think it's really visually very beautiful. I wanted to see a movie that that, that, that took the advantage of like this very flowery language and, and translated into just visuals i would say it's like a pretty movie to put in the background if you're having like a random party with like cinephiles 
it's like a good movie to have in your background. It's like, I was like, I candy. If you want to have like a, like a movie trivia night or like an Oscars night and before you watch like Echo Ceremony, this is a good movie to have in the background because every time you look at the screen, you're going to see something pretty or you're going to see sex. Either way, win win. You're welcome. This movie, this movie is a good 8.9 out of 10 for me. Damn, high praise. That's high praise for me, especially because I'm drunk. So, Thus ends another episode of the rollback. Hopefully, next one we will be more focused, and and uh, and uh, we will uh, let less inebriate. Be drinking anything, less. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we uh, say goodbye to the kids? Don't drink, kids. Don't drink. It slows you down and makes everything more fun. Says the guy that started drinking like a couple of years ago. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry at all. Yeah, so there, so there you go, kids. Eddie only drank uh, energy drinks in college. I drank alcohol, and we both graduated on the same day. <laughs> oh, man. We still, I still have our graduation picture. <laughs> Me too. I love that picture. We were really happy. We were. Hey, we were done, and then the real world bitch slapped us. Yeah, this is what the post-college experience looks like, kids. So <laughs> my back has recovered. Watching. My back has recovered. There you go. That's good. Um, so thank you for watching this episode of the rollback. You can find us on any of our links down below. We are on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. We have a website, and uh, I usually have it written down, but I'm just I'm going off because I, I don't think I could do a take two of this. So Eddie, you want to cut me off? <laughs> uh, like and subscribe. I've been Eddie. And I've been Chema. And this, and this was, the was the drunk back. <laughs> Signing off with a with reminder, reminder to always eat before drinking and get a very greasy breakfast the next morning. It's going to help. Also, also, sleep with your socks on. What? We can save, we can save that debate for the next opening. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay. See you next week, folks. Bye.